a lively amen. Amen. Can the living shout amen. Amen. Please run by your seats and God bless you. Thank you very much. I am happy this morning to worship with you. I know the Lord is good to you as he, good, uh, he is good to me. As I was coming, I don't know, but I kept singing hallelujah, dying the glory. And when I came in, I opened the, the program. I saw the same song. I said, wow. When I was coming on the way, as I was driving, suddenly I remember a dream I had four years ago, four years and some months ago. I was in the church as I was preaching. At the end of the preaching, I think either preaching or I was praying, I saw it was like a trance. It was still sitting at the pulpit. People came with a car, a bus. Soldiers came out and walked down to me in the pulpit and told me, stand up. I stood up. They removed all my clothes and brought out new uniform, army uniform. Amen. And they corrected me and put three stars on my shoulder and told me you have been transferred to, they mentioned the barrack. They said you have been transferred to Enugu barracks. So I told them, please, what about my wife and children and my property? They just commanded me, not like a pastor, but I said, so they said, come on, move. I said, wow. I obeyed without any complaint. And I said, what about my house property? They said it will be brought later. And I left. At the end of that month, I was given a transfer. So I, I saw the transfer before it came. So while I was coming this morning on the way, I never remember that dream for some time. So on the way, I, I suddenly remember the new thing that has happened to my life. And the one that happened this week, which I've not told Mama yet. And the Spirit of God told me, count them. And I counted. It was complete three promotions, outstanding promotions. Hallelujah. Complete three. As far as this life is concerned, this is the first pulpit this week that I shared the testimony. So when I came in, I saw the choir singing. And they were talking about the grace, how they can bow down, how to worship God based on what he has done. It was like tears should come out of my eyes. This a few days ago, I had a call. This one is a testimony. It was in the night. They told me, are you George? George? I said, yes. Reverend George? I said, yes. So okay, very soon you have another call. Get ready for a swearing in. I said, swearing in? Maybe it should be a mistake. After some time, another call came. Are you Reverend George? George? I said, yes. So okay, by this time, this, that, 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 you should be somewhere for the swearing in. And they mentioned where I should come. I didn't know how to explain. So I waited. The following day, I wanted to go to somewhere. I called my wife to go and represent me. I called a few of my friends from the airport. I told them, they said, ah, how come? I said, I don't know. I'm truly speaking, I didn't know. And then I, I looked for my old jacket. 
look for dry cleaner that night. Call my dry cleaner. I say, come. He came. I say, this night, we touch these things. And he did. Early in the morning, they brought it. They took me down there. I saw, strictly on invitation, are you this? I said, yes. I went in. When it was time, I'm not a political man. I'm not a politician, you know. They walked me up, sat me down. Say, when you hear your name, you stand up and bow and sit down. Reverend George, George, I stood up and bow and sat down. I did what they said. They brought form, stood up. I, so so so, so swear or affirm. I said, no, I don't swear. I only affirm. I'm still who I am. Affirm that this, that, 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 that they signed. Men and brethren, it was like a dream. I may not really know what to preach today, but my preaching will be a very simple one. If you are saving God, don't save God first based on what you are going to gain. Save God stupidly. Just allow yourself and follow him the way he leads you. One thing is sure, he will not lead you astray. If Jesus is the captain of your boat, no matter the shaking, no matter the wild wind, no matter how stumble the water and how whatever may happen, one thing is sure that you will land on the shore safely. I have worked with the Lord this number of years. I can tell anybody that without a father, without a mother, without a supporter anyway, if you are sincere in whatever you are doing, even when you are doing the right thing and there is nobody to tell you thank you, forget it, do the right thing. Keep doing the right thing. One day, they say God of harvest. Is somebody hearing me? What do I say? One day, there is who? A God of harvest. When you plant... Whether now or later, there is going to be a day of harvest. Amen. I'm reading from Matthew chapter 14, verse 27 through 33. Are you there? Okay, shall we all stand up and read together? One, two, go. But straight away, Jesus spoke unto them, saying, Be of good courage. It is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind by sorrows, he was afraid and beginning to sing, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore thou hast this. 32. And when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. And then that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, Of a truth, thou art the Son 
of God. Walk to seven person and tell the person, sit out or step out. Tell the person, don't consider the wind. Don't consider the water. Step out. Don't consider the obstruction. Don't consider the barrier. Don't consider bad history. Step out. Don't consider how many person tells you it's not going to be easy. Don't mind the story. Do what? Step out. Don't consider what is trying to lock you down. What is trying to close your vision for tomorrow. Step out. Don't consider your pocket size. Don't consider the history of your family. Do what? Step out. Don't consider how many persons has fell before you came on board. No, 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 no. You are not standing on them. Don't consider how many persons say it is impossible. It's not their word that will stand. They say word that is telling you it is possible. Don't even consider your size. Your size is not a yardstick to measure your strength. Tell somebody, step out. Step out. Sit down. The story I share with you about my life to so many of you that have known me sometime four years, three years, two years and as so on. It has come to a point that I can advise somebody out of experience, not necessarily based on what I've read, but practical experience. I have come to discover that anytime anything good is about to come, it must be given bed to by problems and trouble, difficulties and fear. In fact, what gives the pregnancy of miracle? What pregnates miracle is trouble. The husband that gave bed or that pregnates miracle is what? Is trouble. If you don't see trouble, if you don't see difficulty, know that you are a single man, you are a single lady, you cannot put to bed miracle. What gives to bed outstanding testimony that when somebody hears, he will come and hear, I will say, of a truth, this is the hand of God. Is what? Is trouble. Is difficulties. Is confusion. That is why I have discovered that every great man developed themselves, developing yourself in a place of single no, isolation. We've read about Moses. Moses could not build himself when he was in the house of Pharaoh. Moses built himself when he ran and remained in wilderness. John the Baptist John became the highest prophet, the highest prophet that has ever been born by a woman when he ran to where? Patmos. The revelation, you talk about John, the, 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 the beloved, that gave the revelation of all what we are seeing. John, the beloved, was in Patmos while John the Baptist was in wilderness. We nobody was with him. Who? Mention any great man on earth. I've read about Gaddafi. I discovered it was still in the time he ran away. He was alone. And he felt how people were pressurized. How people were maltreated. And he came up. Who? Nelson Mandela. He was in prison. He came out of prison to become the president of South Africa. Mention anybody you want to mention. 
great men are pregnated or produced out of problem. From the place we have read, Peter was known to be an outstanding believer, but he never tried to walk on top of the sea. But one day came that while they were inside the boat in the sea, they didn't know where Jesus was. But suddenly they saw somebody on top of the sea walking and everybody summarized that this must be a ghost. Suddenly Jesus knew their mind and he told them, he's the one. He's your boss. He's not a ghost. Every other person kept quiet. Nobody spoke. But Peter on his own suddenly said, if this is my savior that I know, if this is the one I've been working with, if this is the one that I trust his power, it is an opportunity for me to also try this thing that no other person has ever tried. If my boss is standing and he's still looking at me, I'm looking at him. If I stand on this water, my boss cannot look at me then allow me to go down like that. Hear me and hear me well. A lot of things, a lot of fears are there to tell you you will sink. And immediately he says so. It was still in his consciousness that this is what he was. Peter was not a spirit. He knew that was what? Water. He wasn't a spirit. He was a human being with flesh and blood. That is why I like the book of Hebrew. He said, Abraham, Abraham, by faith, by faith, after his old age, by faith, he received power to produce. That means something was, gone, something was wrong. But when faith came up, power came on him. By faith, Sarah, at her old age, received power, received strength to conceive. That means she was not supposed to restore, conceive. But when faith came, produces biological strength, hormones that could form hormones and strength. It's not easy to push out a baby when a woman is under pregnancy about to deliver a baby when they say push 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 that is why you always see them with glucose because you need extra energy even when you cannot put they will give you glucose they, you need energy but the bible says by faith sarah receives strength that means the strength of god's word that said by this time next year we are going to give a bed that word came with both spiritual and physical strength even as i'm speaking i am not speaking for an entertainment i am speaking the word of god that has strength to produce the equivalent power to produce results and the Bible says when peter now look at he now said if you are the one let me step out of this place I cannot remain here under this situation and I'm speaking with you. I'm still inside hiding, thinking that it's a ghost. There are a lot of things that have not allowed us to step out. There are a lot of situations that have so many believers captive that people that cannot step out because of 
the, the, the health situation. There are people that cannot step out because of the fear that I will not survive. There are people that cannot step out because of the fear of what people will say. There are people that cannot step out because they are looking at the sea. There are people that cannot step out because of bad friends. There are people that cannot step out to see the glory of God because the situation surrounding them is telling them it's not possible. There are people here listening to me. You cannot step out because you are addicted to a particular sin. Even when you are face to face with the message of God. Even when you are face to face with help from God. Even when you are face to face with divine favor. You don't know how to step out and touch it. Because there are things that is still holding you tight. Some of you, the mark in your body is telling you you cannot if you leave this course you will die. Because when you see the mark, you remember how this mark came to be. But I am here to tell somebody, if Christ is the one talking, step out, you cannot sing. Step out, the water cannot swallow you. Step out, you cannot be killed. Step out, you cannot be drowned. Peter, look at him. Oh, my shaka that some of you that are even as I'm talking, you are still afraid because the symptom of the sickness you have is what has killed people in your family. And you say, it is now my turn. As I'm talking now, that some of you that are afraid because the predicament history that he's been kept is now your turn. You are beginning to have the symptom. As I speak this morning, that symptom is too small to stand the word of God. God is saying, step he cannot destroy you. Somebody rise up and shout fire. Sit down. Step out. And the Bible says, Peter suddenly, by recognition that the master is talking, stood up first. Stood up. He didn't jump. He just stood up. I want to see. I can visualize, imagine Peter standing up. John, another disciple, said, Bro, water is sweet when you take it in Kobo. I can imagine James telling him, James was a medical doctor, telling him, Water. It's not something that the fisherman can take the way you like it. You take it the quantity that the summer can carry. You know, I can see, look at him. Somehow, somehow, the power of the words around him, like creating fear. But suddenly, something told him if it's Jesus, and he has spoken. He has asked you to come out. Jesus cannot call you, cannot call you to come out so that you die. So don't go out because you are going to stand on the water. But go out because the word of Jesus is the carpet on top of the water. It's the one that asked you to come out. So right away. It was on the eyes of Jesus. Say, look unto me. The word, the way, the truth, and the life. He is the way. And you are walking to meet him. Then you are not walking on top of water, but you are walking on top of the word of God. And he stepped out. The Bible says, as he was going, one thing happened. 
he just looked at and suddenly there was a serious wind blowing and suddenly Peter forgot so soon that it was Jesus that asked him to come out I can see Peter now saying well I accepted before but uh, the way how things are now and Jesus was still looking at him I can see him say well it was like he's going to walk but now should I turn and rush to, this, to the boat there are so many people listening to me when you decided to surrender your life to Christ you were happy but now because of some difficulties like I want to go back I remember one of the young guys I preached to he came to me and said pastor I am moved and handed over a lot of things I prayed with him led him to Christ started coming to church but it was a type that anytime he comes home he will ask the father the amount he wants if the father said there's no money he will remove his gun and give two shots up the father will greet the money at the spot it was that type everybody knew him so when he now followed me to the church he handed over everything and he was so sincere he wanted to leave for school the father told him God has punished you God has disgraced you you went to spoil everything I had you finished my money with courtesan and that. no cobo for you again he came and told me he said pastor this is the problem now that I'm a good boy look at the, what I'm facing I will, get, I will go back there I tell you, it's not like that. I met the father. I talked with the father. The father told me, I don't take nonsense. He has been taking nonsense before. I pleaded with him. I had to pick somebody in the church to meet the father. We talk. I said, train him now that he's taking a good step. The father said, I don't want to waste my resources. I left him. I called him and encouraged him for close to a year. The guy was, he had to left, he had to reorganize things. He left the town. He arranged things. He was doing well. He came again to the father. The father said, if you misbehave, I deal with you. Bajak, bajak. He came back and told me, he said, pastor, anything you hear from now, don't come. Yes, he told me. I told him, the only danger is the way you were was not okay. And going back there is still too dangerous. He left me that day. Before that day was over, I heard that he went back to the father. He said, I'm counting. I need this and such amount of money. The father wanted to say, I don't want that. Not. He removed his gun. Gave one toa. Say, wait. The father said, wait. Brought the money and gave him. He went. But the only issue is that the next day I saw him, the Spirit of God told me, this man is summarizing. I called him and said, you are going to die. I didn't know what would happen, but I told him, you are going to die. The next time he called me, he told me to come and pray for him. He was too sick. A few days he died. When you are taking a step, the same thing that happened to Peter, can happen in life. He has taken a step, but suddenly the wind came up 
so that Peter can stop going to meet Jesus and run back to the booth. But thank God for Peter. Somebody say, thank God for Peter. Since I have taken a step out, I can't walk back. I is forward ever, backward never. Some of you, from the day you have admission in Acts 2, there are a lot of things that came up to making sure you cannot graduate with certificate in this place. No! Tell somebody, step out of it! So many of you, as you became born again, it's like the darkest time has come. No, 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 no. It's not the darkest time of your period. But the truth is that everything that stands well must be shaken by wind of time. It doesn't mean that when you are shaken, you are going to be pulled down. No matter the size and the strength of any wind, not all the tree that can be pulled down, but it can bend the tree to whatever size. It can bend the tree and bend and bend and bend and bend and bend. After all the strength of the wind, the tree will still come up, 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 and stand as it used to stand. Every shaking in your life is not to pull you down. It is a part of exercise. Somebody jump up and say it's a part of exercise. It's building you stronger. It's a part of an exercise. It's building you stronger. It's a part of exercise. Sit down. And the Bible says, when Peter was closed, the wind became so strong. Suddenly, Peter lose concern, lose concentration, lose focus. He must have believed, oh, before now, this is Peter walking, not Jesus walking through Peter. Any achievement you are able to make in life, don't call it for yourself. Allow God to be glorified. If they call you to lead in song and you lead and you see the power of God, please, brethren, don't go around and say, hey. another day they call another person to come and lead. You say, oh, they have made mistake. Oh. If they had given me that mic, everybody would have been rolling down. Uh-uh. It's not about you. It's about the grace of God in you. No matter the size of the grace of God, no matter how favored you are in life, no matter the anointing, no matter the intelligence, if you don't connect it in the right source that flows the voltage for you to act, the fan that is fanning now has been fan even before I came, but couldn't fan well when the voltage was not there. When Nepal took light, it was still fan, but it could not perform its function. But immediately they gave light, and the voltage flows from the source to the fan. It became fan with functionable ability. You cannot function well. There are so many abilities that cannot be demonstrated because that ability is not connected to the source of power. Tell somebody, step out. I don't know how many people discourage you. And say, this church thing. They call it church thing. Church thing. Church thing. Say, where do you come there to watch them? In our own church. 30 minutes. They say what? Our church is what? 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Praise. We praise the Lord. Praise and worship. 
and the wood and the wood. 30 minutes. When they tell you that, don't leave them unanswered. Respond. Tell somebody, respond. No, 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 no. Tell that person, respond. Don't close your mouth. 30 minutes. Prayer, 30 minutes. Word, 30 minutes. Praise and worship, 30 minutes. Everything, put all together, 30 minutes. You divide, five, five minutes. Let me tell you, there is glory of dwelling in his presence. Although I'm not saying you should stay in the church from morning till night because every day, but there's what? There's glory of dwelling in his presence. That particular area of glory, it is not because of prayer, it is not because of anything, it is like magnets attached to an iron. After a long time, remove that magnet, that iron will perform certain things because of what? a rope of transferred of grace or power. The Bible says Moses waited before the Lord. As he came back, the radiation on his face could not be seen. Nobody can look at him. That one was not given by him. Was not given to him by God. But as he stays with God for some time, the radiation of his presence captured him. And the Bible says, Peter now said, he cried aloud, Oh Lord, help me. I don't know the area you need God's assistance in this house now. You are about to step out, but there's something that's holding you. You have stepped out, but there's something that's dragging you down. I don't know who has that same voice, who is having that same cry in his heart. Oh Lord, help me. There's a friend. We have a friend in Jesus. There's a friend that cannot hear your voice and pass. There's a friend that he understands the contents of your heart. There's a friend that is so lovely to you, irrespective of the situation you are. Even if everybody will run away from you, there's a friend, there's a friend, there's a friend. And that friend is Jesus. And the Bible says as he was crying, Jesus stretched forth his hand. Everybody listen to me. Listen to me. You are all undergraduates. Common sense will tell us that where Peter was inside the water, almost drowned, he couldn't walk out again. That why, he's, why he was crying, that it should be Jesus that stepped out to reach where he was sinking. If it was at the half of the journey before he got drowned and he now cried for help from Jesus, there was no way he could step out of that water and walk to where Jesus was standing. It would be Jesus that would be walking to where he was going down. To the point that he was going down. And then I present to somebody here. Any distance I cannot stop Jesus from coming. Any situation you are ah, you are staying, you see, you experience, cannot stop Jesus from coming. He's a friend that walked to any distance. He's a friend that moved to the prison and visit somebody and remove the chain and the shackles. He's a friend that walked any distance and look at somebody and hear. He's a friend that walked to any distance and recognize what the problem is and know the accurate answer to apply. 
as you are here seated, I do not know what exactly you are asking God to help you. I do not know what is holding you not to step out. But as we call on the name of Jesus this morning, there shall be a move from the side of Christ to that person that is calling. There shall be a step forward of his right hand to hold you. There shall be a step forward of a word to bring you back. There shall be a step forward of an assistant that you never expected. There shall be a step forward of a harm that you have never imagined it can come. Jesus is ever ready. There's a friend that we have in Jesus. He knows how to handle our case. He knows how to treat our matter. If only you call on him with a broken hand, shall we stand on our feet? Step out. Step out. Step out. Step out. Step out. Life is all there to lock, to imprison, to jail so many things in us. But as we step out to the masters, to the master's assistant, to the master's help, they cannot, whatever win it is, cannot stop the master's work. Only if you can recognize that he knows better. Only if you can walk to him and say, Lord, here I am. Peter understood Jesus is at Let me tell us, don't assess the realities that are fake. The realities that are not realities, but they only resemble realities. Realities resemblance that are fake cannot help us. There are things that look real, but they are not real. There are things that look original, but they are fake. It is only Jesus that is original. If he's involved in your life, then you don't have something. Oh, there is not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one. No. None else to heal. All are so this is it. No, no not one. Oh, no, not one. contemplating as I'm preaching how you can step out of this group how you can step out of this this boyfriend if you leave him how are you going to survive how will I stay who will help me I will die think he will not see step out step out step out step out 
about. Libra Kashakadaba, Roboshe, the Berima Kandama Sakadaba, Reposu Tobra, Ketebeke de Barabashe de Bagadadi, Lika Poshata, Libra Kasuku Preketa. Step out. must take the decision alone. There are things in life that you must take the decision alone. You don't need the support of James. You don't need the support of John. You don't need the support of anybody. You take the decision alone. The things you must take the decision alone. I am telling you, I am talking to you, there is things and there are things you must take that decision alone. You must take that decision alone. You don't need the support of other disciples. Take that decision alone. I'm saying to somebody, take that decision alone. Take that decision alone. Take that decision alone. Take the decision alone. I'm going to pray for you. My time is up. Thank you, Jesus. Oh God. In Jesus' name we pray. Close your eyes. Wherever you are, if that thing that is holding you captive does not allow you to, allow you to take step to having God's mercy, having God's help to meet with Christ one and one. Personal decision, personal encounter with Jesus. You are seeing the water. You are seeing all what can that could be barriers and obstructions. Those are the things that is boring you. I want to tell you the word is for you. Step out of those things. God's hand is offered free to hold you. Father, the entrance of your word given light has come. I commit them unto your care, asking that you take over and show forth your power, show forth your help upon their lives. Are there people here that a lot of things have locked them in? Jail their movement. Jail their growth. Jail all what they're supposed to do that's supposed to be of help. They prison them with that option. Imprison them. They don't know the way out. As I speak, I command such shackles be broken in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let your right hand, O Lord, of help step forth and help them. Wherever the wind of time, wherever the water of time has swallowed them up and they don't know the way out, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth that I preach, I command, may they be delivered. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. May you be delivered. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Delivered. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Are there people here that have taken step, but by situation it's like they should fall back and swallow those things that have omitted. As I speak now, I command grace, the power to become strength. I pray for strength, for help. Amen. Divine assistance Amen. upon their life. The spirit that quicken Christ. Quicken them. Strengthen them, oh Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.
Thank you, Father. Thank you. For in Jesus' dear name, we pray. Amen. Can the just say amen? amen. 